BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 941. Uh, emergency crews are investigating a crash. A car went into Lake Manawa early this morning. According to the uh, county dispatch, only one person was in the car. No one was injured. Uh, the driver was able to make it out of the car safely. Another vehicle so was located. So he dove out of the car or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and then the car flew in? Car went into the water and then they got out. Um, so police say that the driver swerved to miss maybe running over an animal, possibly a rabbit. This sounds suspect. Yes, I know. Your story sounds suspect, dude. Uh, a vehicle was located in a ditch nearby. However, it's unknown if it's related to the accident. So, I mean, how would you dive out of your car in time? I don't know. Without There's being a stunt driver there. from like a bad 80s Starsky and Hutch movie. <laughs> I want to see mustaches. It's like somebody <laughs> wanted to get rid of a car. <laughs> My mustache yeah. is also a flotation device. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so we'll keep you updated if we hear any more. Um, Names of people involved in a deadly motorcycle crash have been released. Uh, This happened last night. One person dead, the passenger injured. It happened near 41st and Madison. Police say the crash happened around 7 o'clock last night. They believe that a pickup truck crashed with the motorcycle and then that pushed the cycle into another parked pickup truck. And that's where the bike burst into flames. 48-year-old uh, Daniel McDonald, he was pronounced dead at the scene. His passenger, 49-year-old Patricia McDonald, is listed in serious condition. And one person dead, another person injured following a shooting near Fontenelle Forest. Um, they say that Barbara Williams was found shot to death near 48th and Boyd Streets at about 4.30 yesterday afternoon. A 31-year-old man was grazed by a bullet just minutes later near 44th and Spalding. Police believe that the shootings are related. So far, no arrests have been made, and the uh, man who was grazed is expected to be okay. But anyone with information should contact the police. And uh, Omaha hotel chains might be experiencing a bit of a Berkshire Hathaway uh, lag. Omaha World Herald is reporting... That this year's uh, Berkshire Hathaway attendance, while very robust, is nothing compared to last year where it was the 50th anniversary. They say that this year, uh, with the addition of Yahoo being able to stream the question and answer on Saturday Live, a lot of people are taking that option to stay home. That's a bummer. Uh, Even though uh, Berkshire is killing it this year, so like Mm -hmm. the shareholders should be happy. Uh, they say they tell the story that basically Buffett uh, last year when he set this up, he uh, the guy setting up for Yahoo says, "I got a call in December from Warren Buffett asking me as head of Yahoo Finance to do this." He added it; uh, it was a one sheet contract, literally one page. Warren said, "You guys stream it, don't screw it up. We'll give you the wire. You plug it in, it goes to satellite, and you're done." It was easy peasy. Yeah, oh, one sheet. So this is what Warren wanted. This wow. Mm-hmm. He's the one who asked for it. So, yeah, uh, local Yahoo people are going to be the ones working it. Gives them a wider cool. audience. You yeah. Know. But you're saying so the hotels aren't as packed? Well, apparently the old market, like downtown and midtown, they are fine. They are sold out. But, like, a lot of the other hotel chains, you know, last year, I mean, you couldn't get, I mean, they were having to push people to Airbnb, and that is not the case this year. There are still hotel rooms available out in West 
Omaha, which has not been the case like last year where it was just every man for himself, people sleeping on couches. But it was also a big year. It was the 50th. You know, so a lot of more people, you know, shake Came out of the that. trees. Right, yeah. So the- According to the money section of the World Herald today, um, they're expecting, Omaha, we're expecting to get uh, 3,000 Chinese investors this year uh, coming to hear, to hear Berkshire. Oh. Um, it's uh, this weekend marks the start of the seven day national holiday for the Chinese. Okay. Um, Labor Day, the Chinese Labor Day is like a week long. We call uh, that they have off, so they're saying there should be like uh, 3,000 Chinese investors. Cool. So welcome. Welcome to our fine city. Everything's for sale. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Nothing's for sale. We're for sale. What? What? Uh, voters in five states are casting presidential primary ballots today. It's election day in Pennsylvania, Maryland, Connecticut, Delaware, and Rhode Island. The big front runners, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, they're expected to do well again after their big wins in the New York primary last week. The polls are already open. Uh, in a lot of areas, Pennsylvania is the biggest prize today. 210 delegates up for grabs on the Democratic side and 71 on the Republican ticket. Maryland offers 118 delegates on the Democratic race, 38 in the GOP race. But it's Republican presidential frontrunner Donald Trump coming out swinging. He's accusing rivals Ted Cruz and John Kasich of collusion. At a rally in Rhode Island yesterday, Trump called Cruz and Kasich weak and pathetic, uh, saying that they're joining forces to try to prevent him from winning the nomination on the first ballot at the GOP convention come July. What was he saying about the pancakes? Oh, yeah. So this is what's great. He's just absolutely coming out. I mean, that's the one thing that we can all... Maybe that's one thing that Donald Trump and I can agree on, that uh, John uh, Kasich is, uh, and has interesting eating habits. Uh, he was making fun of Kasich's eating habits after watching the Ohio governor on TV. Uh, Kasich was eating and answering reporters' questions in a diner in Philadelphia, and Trump said he's never seen anybody shovel food the way that... Kasich- it's like, really? <laughs> Weren't you guys already going after Bernie Sanders? Yes. I thought he it was... I thought he was... Uh- I think we should have a Sanders-Kasich eat-off and find out who can just... Leave people the most. I mean, that really stuff. should only be an issue with the vice president because the vice president is, you know, job steak or chicken, steak right. or chicken and yeah. they yeah. have to eat and go to funerals. I feel bad for these guys. They got to eat everything. They're surrounded by people. I don't like, you know, I mean, who wants to eat when the whole world's watching you? And and then, you know, they're being asked questions at the same time. So they're expected to like politely bite no, into I feel stuff. Like this and, is a, like a new low for Trump. Yeah. I mean, be one thing if he's sounding off in his, you know, Trumpian way of just ball batting something that we all know what he's talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think everyone has seen this Kasich eating a pancake. No, they just no. showed a it's clip. It's really kind of inside pool, you know, right. poker. So you're like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And he's really hammering it like it's mainstream stuff. The way this guy puts a pancake in his mouth, the whole thing in his mouth. You're like, what are okay. you, dude, what are you talking about? Right. And Why? Well, yeah. and it's also really strange on account of the fact that, I mean, it's just, it's weird. I mean, Kasich's been in the news um, before for his eating. Don't you remember this was when he got in trouble in New York because he took a New York slice of pizza and was eating it oh, with a fork and knife. Oh, he ate it the wrong way. Yeah. And everyone's like, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> fold, tuck and fold. Tuck and shove. he did what? What did he do wrong? He took a New York slice. You know how, you know, New York slices, you bend them and you eat them. He, he was, was eating, eating it with, with a, knife, a fork, and fork. knife and fork. And everyone's like, like you were eating. Who cares? Pizza with a knife. I know. President of America. (laughs) Right? But Donald Trump hitting a new milestone. Uh, He is 50% support among GOP voters. The latest NBC News survey monkey tracking poll. First time Trump has reached 50%. 
Um, so he is seeing a little bit of a rebound. He's going to be、uh, sitting down. Um, with、uh, his, you know, his proclaimed rival, Fox News anchor Megyn Kelly, is going to have a sit down face to face interview with him. They're going to go, just the two of them, special chat. It's going to、mm. air May 17th. With President Dwayne Alonzondo Mountain Dew Herbert Camacho. <laughs> Come on! President of America! President of America! <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> Investigators are focusing on the role that drugs may have played in Prince's death. According to、uh, the Star Tribune, authorities believe painkiller abuse may have taken a toll on the,、uh, the artist、so、in the time were, leading up to his death. So, what, what the news was yesterday, right? Percocet? Yeah. Yeah, but it's just that was all like sort of rumblings. Now it's becoming more of like the, the, the investigation is saying, yes, that's where we're concentrating,、um, looking. You know, This is where the、right、mainstream、now. media is catching up with TMZ. Exactly.、Uh, authorities are not ruling out some sort of drug cartel involvement in the murders of eight family members in Ohio. Questions have arisen since commercial marijuana grow operations were found at three of the four crime scenes. Many counties in Ohio have reported cartel activity linked to Mexican nationals. There's been no arrests in connection、Holy、with the、cow. murders. Wow.、Yeah. I mean, it seemed like a drug hit. They say that those cartels,、uh, Mexican cartels, starting to put their fingers into Colorado, into the legal、uh, the legal、uh, trade、right. operation. Legal I mean, they're going to go where they,、mm-hmm. you know, it's,、mm-hmm. their, it's their industry, right? Yeesh. Yeah. But I mean, that's just, if that was seriously like an inside hit type of thing, that's some scary stuff. And I mean, obviously, no arrests made. That's the thing. These guys just go. I mean, that's obviously sending the message. It's not about. You know who they killed, it's about、yeah. the people who are still alive. Yeah,、mm-hmm. that was a message being、yeah. sent. Um, Golden State Warriors guard Steph Curry is going to be on the bench for at least two weeks. He、yeah. got an MRI yesterday and it did confirm that he has an MCL sprain on his right knee, so it could have been blown out. He's lucky, and yeah, he went out there and was testing it and couldn't. Two weeks. He's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. He had already missed the previous two games with an ankle injury. The Warriors lead the Rockets three games to one in the best of seven series, and it's going to close out with a win in game five. But, but do you remember the, the way the NBA they, <clears throat> they spread the games out?、Oh. So it's not like hockey where it lasts forever. It really does. It's two games、other. a week. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that I, MCL is a terrible deal, too. No, but I'm saying it's、yeah. time for him, if there was a sport. To, to you know, get hurt for two weeks. This is not、sports. so bad. You're、yeah. going to miss like maybe two games. <laughs> It's so bad.、Uh, and the St. Louis Blues are one step closer to、uh, claiming the Stanley Cup. Last night, they beat the,、uh, the cup holders,、uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. And now it moves them on to second round play.、Uh, they are going to be facing the Dallas Stars. Meantime, the Nashville Predators forced a game seven in their series with the Anaheim Ducks. That's and- the only NHL team I've seen live, is the、uh, Dallas Stars. How did、That's、you see them live? I was down in Dallas years ago and I went、uh, with a buddy. Go, go Dallas! You know, Do you have gear? <laughs> No. You didn't? Are you sure? You didn't get a t shirt? How nice that arena, though. American、Dude. Airlines Arena. I was blown away by that thing. I saw a Mavericks game there. I was like, oh my, this is what's going on. But aren't Dallas fans so gross?、Yes. I mean, everybody in there, I went to a Mavericks game and man, I felt just poor walking in.、Mm-hmm. Talk about the elite. Yes. They're、It's、all t e x a s Like, oh my God. But I mean, but then Dallas is different than any of the other cities in, in Texas. Dallas, to me, when you get down that, that area. By American Airlines Arena, that is the snootiest. <laughs> yeah, it's the most. More so、in. than Houston? I would think Houston yeah, would be very like. I feel like Dallas like, is worse、oh. than Houston. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, and it, well, speaking of money, financial stress, no joke. Uh, it can screw with your appetite, your sleeping habits, and it can even affect how well you perform on the job. But a new study by a financial wellness company shows a surprising and serious result of difficult money problems post traumatic stress disorder. They're saying that 23% of Americans, 35% of millennials experience a, delibate, a debilitating degree of stress over their finances, affecting their thoughts and feelings in ways that are most commonly associated with post traumatic oh stress oh, disorder. I'm sure, right? This is I mean, gross, Molly. I mean, there's, there's actual war vets that suffer yeah. post traumatic stress disorder. And you're telling me what we all went through in our 20s when we were, you when know, when we were broke out. and that, they're PTSD. Saying, they're saying that this generation, millennials, not when we were. I'm saying current. Well, millennials are so be the soft. same level of stress. I mean, we everybody right. faced the same. I'm just but saying, how they're metabolizing it. Uh, a disorder uh, commonly associated with combat. I mean, serious traumas. People who suffer from PTSD, uh, they the, you know the they act out in inexplicable ways without being able to adequately think through things. And they're saying that there's a certain amount of stress that people feel when they feel a certain amount of trauma about their finances. I just don't understand why we keep attacking millennials. They're not the ones to attack. If you're upset with the way millennials act, go yell at their parents. They're the ones that created this problem. Yes. You can't just coddle kids their whole life and then yank, you know, the the blanket out from underneath them and like, I can't believe that you're freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've handed everything to you your whole life and then now suddenly you're intriguing. supposed to all figure it out on your own. Yeah. I mean, helicopter parents created this nightmare. So I don't think it's PT. That's not fair. It really isn't. If you've met anyone with PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, that's what this new study is claiming. They they say that they're... Uh, so we're not supposed to stress out the millennials? No, it's not just... It's 35% of millennials. They say 23% of Americans, 35% of millennials are, are experiencing this. So this is according to the research that this group has done. Okay. They've also been handed a job market that we didn't have. It's not so rosy for yeah that generation of kids. Yeah, so it's a lot of you know stagnant incomes, limited savings, high amounts of credit card and other debt, along with frequent financial traumas like defaults, evictions, aggressive cre- uh, debt right. collection. They're saying all of this stuff triggers alarm bells for society and some of these people really manifest. I mean, if you are, if you're facing something where it's like, geez, I mean, I'm, I've got a family, I could be losing my house. I don't know when our next meal's coming from. They're saying that, you know, having survived that or something that you could face we, long-term psychological. And they're staying at home longer, right? Society, I mean, we saw this coming. They were saying this is going to be a generation of people when they move out of their house, that was as good as it was ever going to be. Oh, ba- yeah. Back at home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of the generation of where, I mean, in America, you're always supposed to, the next generation has it better than mom and dad. Yeah. We always move up. Mm-hmm. Not this and time. And that we're in danger of a generation that it is a lower standard. Yeah. So wow. it's just sort of. But that's well, not their fault. No, no it's no. not. The researchers isolated millennials uh, as a separate group in this study that they did. And okay. that's where they that's where they got the breakout numbers on that one. So it wasn't that they were just targeting them. They were just trying to they noticed a, a trend in how the millennials reacted in all of this. Well, this, I found it, the, the latest millennial study I saw was uh, about their alcohol intake and how millennials would rather go to juice, just drink juice than liquor because they don't want their thoughts to ever get clouded. And I thought that was interesting. I'm like, you're like 21. I've, 
I can't imagine. Going- <laughs> You're like, it's all about cloudy thoughts. Juice. It's called the 20s <laughs> yeah. and 30s. Let's be honest. Sometimes you just never really want to be that clear. You're saying that millennials don't want to get wasted? Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to. They hardly, apparently, they don't want to get wasted. Yeah. In the end. Um, <laughs> should we? Like, should any of us want to? I mean, it's just, you know, maybe it just sneaks up. Win $100 and get registered for a $5,000 shopping spree. It's Pick Your Prize on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 941. All right, 402-938-9400. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Joe. Hey, what's up? Oh, I was calling about the millennials. I kind of wanted to defend the parents. Um, we have four kids ages 9 to 27. We raise them to, you know, save money, work hard, do chores. But they all have that entitlement. And they all feel like they have to have the latest and greatest electronics. And, you know, at one point they had more fun stuff that we had, and then they're asking us for money. Where, <laughs> but where did they get their entitlement, though? Yeah, where does that come from, you I, think? You know, I don't know. I think, I think it is this millennial age. I think they see their friends, you know, getting the latest and greatest phone and, you know, Blu-ray player or whatever. And I think they just feel like, well, we have to have that, too. And I know, you know, one of my kids, like, pretty much is like echoing everything we have. And it's like, you're in your 20s. It took us 30 years to get that stuff. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think also part of it is, you know, we are sort of the the parents of millennials um, are sort of the generation that finally got stuff. Like, I, I mean, right. I remember growing up, like my parents, they didn't have stuff. I mean, like it was like, you wanted right. stuff. They're like, yeah, I want stuff too. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. You know, right. as opposed to this generation where they do see their parents with all this stuff, the flat screen TVs, the mm-hmm. iPads, the whatever, mm-hmm. but they're not seeing what, what happens is, I mean, I know for a lot of my friends that are older parents, they didn't see the struggle to get to that point. You right. know what I'm hey, saying? Yo, totally. Totally. <laughs> Totally. Like, so the kids and aren't they, watching the buildup. They're just seeing the payoff at all there. So it's not, it's not necessarily the parents fault. Like they're just, the kids are seeing like I, when I looked around at my house, we had stuff. I mean, we weren't at a want of things, but it wasn't like, like I knew better than to whine about wanting the really nice stuff. You know I what I mean? I don't think I yeah. ever whined yeah. about any wanting. I think I remember what the, the one memory I have that I really remember is when I wanted the Atari. Yeah. And my parents said no. Right. Over and over yeah. and over. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can so, have stuff and not raise spoiled kids. Yes. Yes. So yeah. what we always say was the biggest compliment to to my parents was we thought we were well off. I grew up thinking that we were well off middle mm-hmm. class and then learned later on that, that my parents really had to kind of struggle to kind mm-hmm. of, we were on the edge of a lifestyle that we probably couldn't afford. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that was a compliment. To my parents, but we really didn't, but somehow we weren't that spoiled. Yeah. I think you can have everything, but try and still teach your kids values and a balance. I really, I'm telling you, the millennials, this is the product of the parents helicoptering no. over them and giving them a, <laughs> giving them pudding cup at every, every everybody wins. Everyone get, look yeah. at the kids now. They get chicken tenders but, at every meal. Yeah. But I will say this though. It's hard when you're dealing with. There we go. No, it's no, 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 no. hard raising kids. No, you know, okay, come on, please. <laughs> no, I'm saying it, not, it's, I'm saying it's hard when there is how you're parenting and then how other people that your mm-hmm. kids are friends with are parenting. Yeah. You can hold the yeah. line and you can toe the line. You can be like, sorry, you don't get a pudding cup with everything. But when they mm-hmm. go over to Jeffrey's house. And I get a pudding cup. 
And they get a pudding cup every time. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard because when we were growing up, there was a consistency. Your parents said no. And when you went across the street, his parents said no, too. I mean, everybody yeah. was saying yeah, no. Yeah, that's, that's very true. That's very true. Well, then I how about homeschooling them? Right. Cafeterias in the gym. <laughs> and. <laughs> or in the garage, I mean. Right. That, Gyms I'm, in the backyard. Yeah. I'm just saying that's what I'm coming up against. My, my son went for a play date. And, um, and I was like, oh, well, do you want to have your buddy over? And he's like, well, I'll have to, I'll have to warn him. And I was like, warn him about what? He's like, that we don't have video games. And I was like, it's a play date. Like there shouldn't have to be a warning that we don't have video games. You're five. You know what I mean? Like run and play. Like that's a play date, you know, but when he went over to their house, that's what they did, which is fine. I mean, he didn't come home asking for a gaming system, but what my point is, is that I can't control what's happening you know, I mean, I can control, I suppose, in the sense that like, okay, you can't go over to that kid's house and play anymore since you don't play. All you do is sit in front of a screen. But I mean, is that... I don't see nothing wrong with that. I mean, people do things the way they want to right. do things in their home. You still have control of what's going on around you and exactly. your home, you know? I just felt mm-hmm. bad. It was the first time that I noticed my son, he didn't ask for a video game. He yeah. didn't come home and talk about video games. But it was when I mentioned inviting his friend over, he was like, the first thing that came to his mind is I'm going to have to give him a heads up that we don't have. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's savvy. Like that you are already worried about like your guest's satisfaction. You know, I mean, yeah, but you also have like every Lego that's on the planet. Like, I'm sure you guys will find something to do. You're five. Yeah. Well, hey, dear. Well, hey, my kids in college, they, one of the, that we got thrown back at us is we asked, our kids to, to, we asked our kids to pay for their college and get scholarships. And, you know, one of our kids came back and was like, well, all my friends pay for their kids, you know, their college. And I'm like, Sorry. You know, go yeah. live at their house. There see if they'll yeah. see if they've got it. See if they've got room for another college payroll. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because we're like, no. If you want to go to college, you need to pay for it. You need to get scholarships. You know, and and keep the scholarships. Yes. Which we've had a few lose, and so you know, and so it's not, like I said, it's not us. I mean, we raise them to be strong, hardworking, whatever. But there's just this entitlement that my husband and I just do not understand. Yeah, I, it's. I don't know where that comes from either. I mean, I don't. I have a sister, so I it's, it's it's, and I have parents, and and I'm be honest with you, it's because of my parents. Yeah, you know, it really is. I mean, I had a conversation with her once, and I was talking about Game of Thrones coming on, and I'm, I'm excited to see Khaleesi, and she said she didn't like her, and I'm like, why? And she goes, because she's entitled, and I was like, what are you talking about? Oh. You're entitled. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> but that's because that's like a it was bu- funny. That's a buzzword in college. Yeah, right now. So I she's think just so. Probably so. reflecting how it's funny. Know. But but they all want the latest and greatest. You know, we didn't have the iPads and the phones and the, all that stuff when we were growing up. You know, but now it's like there's so much, and they all want it all. They want it all, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well. Hey, they have access. Thanks. I mean, that's the big thing, access. We just didn't have access. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Thank we you. would have been little monsters ourselves. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. If I, if I saw my dad playing with an iPad and I was that age, I would have been, I would have had my mind powers bent on every possible way of acquiring one of those for myself. I mean, I would have spent every ounce of brain power I had trying to figure out how I could get one. It's, it is pretty amazing, though, when you go out to a restaurant or something and you got the family there and how the little kids, the little kids have their own 
you know, they're watching cartoons on a on a phone. Oh, that's called that's, peace of mind. That's called that. That's called for the, the that is that is for the good of the of the collective. I mean, but if you, I acted up and when I was a kid at a dinner table in public. I'd get slapped right across the face. But that's I mean, what like, I was saying as far as access. Like all it yeah. took was one time acting up in public and we never went in public again. My parents are like, I don't care if you ever eat out again. Yeah. I'll eat out just fine. You don't have to go. I mean, there's not that threat now because this generation knows that their parents want to eat out. Yeah, I mean, you look true. at all this stuff. How many people are cooking at home? We talked about this before on the show where You're it's right. like, you know, everybody's dining out or whatever. The kids are like, what's the threat? You're going to cook now? That'll be interesting. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The only thing you can really enjoy on your ride to work. The Big Party Show. It gets me going. Start the music. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel A week from uh, this Friday mm-hmm. will be um, will be the uh, May 1st, and that is when we had that huge... Uh, no, it's May 5th, I believe. It's, remember the giant tornado we had in Omaha in 1975? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That would have been oh. next week. So, I mean, it's not uncommon. We're in spooky weather season yes, for we are. Uh, inclement weather. weather. So, look to the skies. Get the apps. Get them all and pay attention. You know, it's the best thing to do. All right. Uh, celebrity News, Molly. What's up? So, Twin Peaks, we all remember the show from the 90s. It is getting a, uh, it's coming back. Showtime uh, revealed the cast members of David Lynch's upcoming Twin Peaks revival series, all 217 of them. It's quite an extensive list. But the big thing is, is the big names that you're going to see on here. Uh, One of the things, Trent Reznor um, and uh, Eddie Vedder, like really big uh, power hitters as far as uh, music goes. Music, not acting. But then A-listers like Naomi Watts, Michael Sarah, Jennifer Jason Lee, Amanda Seyfried, um, the Laura Dern, uh, Tim Roth, Ashley Judd. They all have roles. David Koechner, which that'll be interesting um, since, you know, we Whammy. Exactly. It's going to premiere sometime in 2017, so sometime next year. But 217 names, they totally just did this like total cast drop. And it's um, on what network? It's going to be on Showtime. So another reason to have to finally get Showtime. I never you don't really got it. into Twin Peaks. The I first didn't time. either. Oh, I did. Oh my gosh! I mean, I remember, I remember the pop culture phenomenon. I remember like thinking that Sherilyn Fenn was beautiful, pretty, pretty yeah. amazing. Yeah. And then that was, I mean, all those girls were so pretty. There was that whole like aesthetic that, that sort of Twin Peaks aesthetic that they had, those great eyebrows. Who was Laura Palmer? Laura Palmer died. And I mean, like, so she was always, but I I don't know. The actress wasn't anybody that, I mean, I don't remember. Like she wasn't a breakout. Like I don't know what I could point to her as being. Um, so there is a uh, talk that Michael Strahan is really excited I about want Kelly to Ripa's- watch this today. today. I know. Oh, nine yes. o'clock, nine a.m. We all need to tune in because this is going to be so brilliant. I mean, I don't know. Like maybe they'll just maybe it'll be mom and dad making nice, you know, in front of guests, well, or I'm maybe sure they- it'll be mom sticking I, it to dad and putting her on I, the spot. I, I really wonder um, if I hope Kelly Ripa watched Lemonade. Right. I mean, I hope she's coming in with hot sauce, up on, hopped up on Beyonce stuff. Mm-hmm. Totally swinging a verbal hot sauce. Yes. I mean, just ready to burn this guy. Almost like Game of Thrones. I want her to come on the set like Khaleesi's dragon. Mm-hmm. 
arch her back, open her mouth, and just, yeah, just let it out. Rain, rain fire on him. She almost has to, you know, or at least on the network. Well, I feel you know, like yeah, all the, the ladies are looking. I mean, don't you feel like, you know, after all the Beyonce stuff, all the ladies are kind of like, oh, he did you wrong. I mm-hmm. mean, he went behind your back. He basically cheated on you, and now he's leaving you for another show. And I think all of the women are like, what are you going to do about it, Kelly? Exactly. Get in formation. Yeah. Right. We all in formation. Step up, lock step. We all stand up like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're going to say something, right? You're not just going to sit there and pretend like, ha, 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 funniest video of the day. No. And like, I we're all going to. I think it's going to be awkward. I want it to be. Or what know, if she went too. on the set and just said nothing? For the I, entire think, hour. I think that would suck because oh, you mean she didn't say anything? Oh, like at just all? no verbal at all. That would be even more awesome. <laughs> Where she just had to do all the talking. <laughs> yeah, he's like, right, Kelly, and she's just sitting there, like staring did you, at. Did him. you all hear something? I didn't hear anything. Right. I didn't. Did you? I thought I, I heard wonder. like I thought every- I heard like a weird whiny whimper of a of, of a sackless man. That's Ooh. how you do it. <laughs> like, That's you know, how you do it. She never acknowledges him. <laughs> And you know the crowd, the women would, everyone would cheer every oh time she God. does that. Public shaming. He just, she just calls so that's, him. That's 9 o'clock today, 9 right? o'clock, okay. ABC. That is your celebrity news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. Thank you, Molly. All right, it's uh, 7.54. We have a high today of about 73 and storms in the forecast. So there you have it right there. Hey, we want to thank uh, yeah. this morning's food provider, Perry's Place, at 96 in Mockingbird. That's sort of like our local watering hole. Uh, but they're really nice people. Paris Place has improved and expanded their menu with many new items like specialty pizza. They brought us pizza this morning. Oh, it's good. Uh, so if you want to check it out, Paris Place, 96th and Mockingbird. Uh, try Paris Place new Reuben, the barbecue bacon cheeseburger, or the Thai chicken pizzas. Or you can try one of their great burgers, sandwiches, and appetizers. Uh, Paris Place has daily happy hour from 11 a.m. till 7 p.m. We're eating you. pizza, man. We're eating pizza on a Tuesday. Win $100 and get registered to choose one of four great prizes valued at $5,000. It's Pick Your Prize, only on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1.